Ria, welcome to Not Another Empty Suit. Thank you. It's great to meet you. Um, please introduce yourself. Tell me a little bit about you. Uh, so, Carl, I, um, my name, I, I'm Ria. I founded my company, Ecoware, 10 years ago now um, with the vision of displacing single-use plastic and disrupting that market. Oh, my God. Um, so what we do, my company is called Ecoware. What we do is we take agri-waste and we convert it into compostable packaging. Um, that is completely natural. Uh, it's, it's compostable, backyard compostable within 90 days. Um, and, um, you know, it's a safe and healthy um, alternative to plastic and foam. Let's just drill into that a minute. So compostable, a lot of products claim that they're compostable. What's different about yours? So what's different about ours is that it's as simple as picking it up and putting it in your backyard. And once it comes in contact with soil, it turns into soil in 90 days. And that's certified by the USDA, which is the United States Department of Agriculture. So other compostable materials may need an industrial process to break them down? Yes. So if you just leave them lying in the garden, they're not going to break no, down? because they need a specific temperature and just specific settings. How's the end user supposed to know that? That's a good question. Uh, that is my fight now on a daily basis. I, um, and it's honestly one of my biggest grudges um, because I feel that our planet's on fire and I think we really need to act. Uh, and act not in a long-term kind of, you know, a fake commitment. This needs to be real action. And when people put false um, solutions, uh, eco-friendly solutions out into the market, it's quite frustrating. Because That's real greenwashing. It is greenwashing because it's not there. It has to be a closed loop solution. We need to think closed loop. So your closed loop solution is you're taking waste and turning it into something that then decomposes, breaks down, biodegrades. Mm -hmm. And in the middle, you're performing a useful function with that waste. Yep. So you, when you say you eco-aware, what, what did you actually make? So uh, what, what I started with was um, very simply like plates, cups, bowls, Sorry, typically things that you would use in plastic, um, takeaway containers, um, stuff that you'd, you know, in the US or wherever you are, like food trucks, stuff that food trucks use, food courts use, um, you know, anywhere where you basically got a, a, a huge amount of footfall, a large number of people, you haven't got a washing up facility and you have to use a disposable product. So we've replaced, well, we'd like to think, but that's what we're aiming to do is we're replacing plastic and foam that's used in those scenarios. And what normally happens with what people normally use? It ends up in a landfill and it will outlive them because it's not compostable or it's not biodegradable. And then it has to be recreated from probably a petrochemical source to start off with. Gosh. So you've been doing this a long time, haven't yes. you? <laughs> how long? 10 years. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and how many items do you think you've produced in all that time? Um, I think about 40 million pieces, if, I'm, if, I haven't, if I haven't got my zeros wrong, yeah, something around That's that much. Astounding. So you must feel like you're making a difference. I would like to think I'm making a difference, but I also feel that, um, you know, there are some days where I feel that we're, it's a very small difference. I would like to scale, I want to reach more people because I really believe in what we're doing and I, and I think that this is necessary from a health perspective, from an environmental perspective. Um, you know, it's from a social perspective, it's something we need to do. But why aren't we doing more? What do you think is the main thing stopping us? Because it makes perfect sense when you explain it, but why isn't the general public adopting this? 
Um, multiple reasons. I think one is just the lack of awareness. So, you know, uh, people, like you said, your end consumer not knowing the difference between an industrial composting facility and backyard composting, right? So you could go into a Starbucks and uh, pick up your coffee and on the cup, it says that uh, this is a compostable cup that requires an industrial composting facility. However, there might not be one in your area. So if you didn't know any better, you'd be like, oh, Starbucks is great. I'm drinking out of a compostable cup. Mm. But in India, we don't have industrial composting facilities. And, I, and I'm pretty sure there are very few in the Middle East as well. Mm. So that's not a real solution, right? So again, going, kind of going back to that greenwash and the sort of the business uh, not being responsible, right? And uh, creating greenwash, the consumer not being educated or aware enough to understand the difference uh, in you know how to kind of close loop uh, or end of life basically of a of a product such as this. Um, and I think then there's also the other extreme where I think people just think this is somebody else's mess. Do you think unreasonable is going to help you get towards some sort of solution? I sure hope so. Uh, you know, we I've met some great like-minded people here um, who are on a similar journey of wanting to create change, use their business to be this platform for change. Um, and I think that's quite empowering. So, um, you know, I really believe that if 10 of us together will definitely create, you know, some form of impact and it's, it's and, and, and I think what's even more um, encouraging for me is that I think we're doing as, as SMEs or, you know, even medium scale enterprises, we're doing a lot more than the large scale, you know, uh, industrialists are. It's my theory is that it's people like you and I that are actually going to make the change. Yeah. Because large companies are very fixed in their ways yes. and they're not very good at actually creating innovation. They're not bad at adopting it once they understand. But you've had experience with a lot of the big corporates as well. How's that been in them just grabbing hold of what you're doing, say it makes sense, and then rolling it everywhere? Um, some people have kind of come on board and see the sense. Some people are very slow. Like if you look at a global brand, you know, they might, their, their headquarters based in Europe or the West will be very excited about it, but their India office is just, you know, we're not a priority for them. Um, and kind of going back to sort of large scale companies, I often tell them, I was like, it's, it's, it's going to cost you a lot to kind of make those changes or move, but kind of if you start integrating someone like us into your supply chain, let us do that work for you. Mm. Let us be your R&D and like, we'll play around. So for you, you know, um, because we've got the expertise, we've got, we've got the know-how. Um, so infuse us. Mm. Um, so we've, we've gained some traction, but for a lot of people, it's still not a priority. There's a lot of movement in the last six months with people saying it's the end of the world, the planet's on fire, behave like your house is on fire. Do you think there's still hope? Oh, that's a tricky question. I'd like to think there's hope. I have two kids and, you know, I tell everyone that if this is, you're acting on this is as good as saving up for their college fund. It kind of, for me, works in parallel because if I'm, I need to create, I, leave a world for them to kind of you know exist in mm. uh, there's no point if I save up for college and you know we're dying of severe air pollution or just extremities like that but um, I, I want to say yes I am hopeful 
I think there are a lot more entrepreneurs doing things. Um, and I think there is a real push to now name and shame. Mm. I think it's a lot, any business, I think if you want to be part of the future, you have to have a sustainable growth curve. Mm. Uh, you know, there's more and more market research showing that consumers are aligning themselves towards responsible brands. Um, so we're seeing that shift. Now the question is, are we acting quick enough? Mm. Um, and that's my area of concern. You mentioned you've got two kids. Mm -hmm. There can't be many women running manufacturing companies in the sustainability space in the Western world. What about in India? I mean, you must be pretty unusual. Um, there's, you know, I th we're, we're definitely a minority. There's no doubt about that. Uh, but we're seeing more and more women uh, do this, and I think it's fantastic. Um, Has it been in any way an advantage to you being a lady CEO? Absolutely not. I don't think so. Um, not that I can think of. No, we've uh, we've had a fair share of battles and uh, or challenges, not even battles. But it, you know, I don't think gender is anything that's kind of bothered me. I was always prepared for something like this, um, especially in a country like India. And um, so you kind of just get on with it. But how do you do it? Well, I know what I want for my business and, I, and I'm ambitious enough to know that I'll find a way to get it. I've had, when I started my company, I went to a retail store and I said, you know, this is, uh, this is a great product. It fits in really well with what you have. And I, I you know, I think that you should, you should stock it. And the guy just looked at me and he was like, no, I don't think you know what you're talking about and this is never going to work. So I was like, okay, fine. And so I, for three months, worked with all the residential condos in the area, with the schools in the area, and I sort of back created this demand right and then people and he was their local store that's where everyone went for their groceries and so he called me in three months and he said look I'm really sorry I think it will work and you know if you want to engage in that conversation um, so I've, I've had com I've had moments like that and I don't take it to heart and it's fine it will uh, you know it will we'll make it happen great stuff Ria thank you very much thanks for your time today thank you, thank you. Thank you for having me Bye.